1: presents the Yellin' In My Ear podcast. Documentary filmmaker Dan Napoli and ad agency creative director John Battistini revisit movies, music, TV shows, and pop culture events from the 80s and 90s they experienced as kids. Some of it was great. Some of it was terrible. But all of it will be fun as these longtime friends talk about what influenced them growing up. Welcome to the Yellin' In My Ear podcast.
0: I'm going to open John with a question. Okay, hit me. A very deep Mm -hmm. and a very important question. Okay. Have you ever gleamed, my man, inside a cube?
2: Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, No, maybe. I don't know. Because even after, like, they explain the movie and Yabo says what it is, I don't know what the fuck it means.
0: So... Um, Today's episode. Okay, okay. That's so so folks. Today's episode, we're talking about the 80s film Gleaming the Cube. Um we'll say the the film starring Christian Slater and featuring skateboarding, but I will not call it a skateboard film.
2: No, and that's Um, one of the big problems is we all thought it was a skateboard film.
0: So skaters in the 80s, dude. The opening like piece of nonsense that i just read like but do you yes. know the legend behind that something to do with an
2: interview with like lance mountain maybe and somebody asked him that nonsense question i think they made S- it up
0: super close like yeah. honest to god i always thought at, at first that it was like hollywood bs okay
2: no it it has some basis in skateboarding allegedly legend
0: in a 1983 um edition of thrasher Mm-hmm. um gary's gary scott david asked neil blender neil blender okay that piece of nonsense
2: yeah so as a but is there any like context like why to what end
0: to i, I, have, I have and then no they idea. turn
2: it into some philosophical thing where yabo who let's just start right here Watching that movie as a teenager, like we all wanted Yabo as best friend. I don't know why. I liked that character. I thought that actor was cool. Like we're like, I want to hang out with Yabo. I, I but he like when they're in the um they're in the bomb shelter. He brings up like he he's like he gets all like Zen, and I'm like, what's
0: happening right now? So th- really strange, dude. I think it's important. Um... Yeah, I'm going too far. Yeah, no, no, dude, not at all, not at all. It's all good. We'll bounce all over. That's the that's exactly. fun stuff. But it's like, okay, so first, I think you cannot overstate the influence of skateboard culture, 80s 80, yeah. 80 skateboard culture in just the world in which we live. And then, Most of the
2: T-shirts that Christian Slater wears in that movie, you can walk into Newberry Comics and still buy today, yeah. you know, and a skate shop. It's crazy. And that movie was 32 years ago.
0: Yeah, even in in just, I mean, it's been um, whatever word you want to call it, depending, I guess, on how you view if it's good or bad, assimilated or like, mm-hmm. it's, it's, skate culture is just so pervasive in every yeah. aspect of in so many, like, it's even influenced how traditional sports stuff looks now. And then it also has been a... um partially in my life because it's so connected with punk rock um mm-hmm. very influential on both of us as people and as creatives so i actually want to start by where did you come at this movie from like when it first so, came out in yeah. '89.
2: so i let's see uh i got my first skateboard in like 86 bob took me to the Skate Shop Miniola. It was a Vision Psycho Stick Mini in blue. Uh, tracker, Trucks, uh, Rat Bones, 85A, blue wheels. It's scary that I still remember what it was. Um, Fantastic, scary. yeah. I also bought a Bones Factory Seconds T-shirt that had the Bones Ripper on the back and the Factory Seconds logo here that was so dope. Um, that shirt is long gone, but I would pay any amount of money to have it back. Um, and so I was skating for a few years, and I want to say, I mean, there was no internet, there was no this, there was no that. So it must have been, I mean, were there ads in Thrasher? I mean, I read Thrasher, I read Trans World Skating. As a matter of fact, I went to an old boys Catholic high school, um, and I convinced, and I worked in the library at the school, and I convinced the brother that ran the library to subscribe to Thrasher. It lasted two months uh, because they got two issues. And the second issue, I forget who it was, but it was somebody from Texas. And across the bottom of his board, it just said, yeah, I know you're going to have to bleep that out, Sasha. Sorry. Um, But that's what it was. And he was like, yeah, we're canceling the subscription right now. Um, So we had two episodes of Thrasher, but they did keep subscribing to Transworld Skateboarding in the library. So we had that. that. Um, So I want to say it was something like that. Where I saw it, I don't know if maybe I went to a movie theater and, like, saw a preview. I don't know. But, I mean, we all knew about it. The problem was, you know, there's no internet. There's no spoilers. There's no this. We were, at least in my mind, it was a skateboarding movie, which, having watched it just recently, it clearly is not.
0: So, okay. So, this is what's interesting. So, you're what you're talking about from your perspective is i mean you are a like you're a full-on i mean there's no doubt like you are a skateboarder when this film comes out
2: yes 100 percent or wanting to be yes so i i associated myself as yeah. i identified so, as a skater
0: so that's what's interesting like that's really different and you are how old in 89 i'm a senior in high school
2: so what is that senior uh, in high school 17 so i was depending on yeah. what month it came out i'm either 16 or 17 so do does i graduated high school at 17
0: that's what's really interesting in the – sorry, my glasses are all over the place here. Mm-hmm. So in like we're four years apart and wait, at, when
2: did it come out? Did it come out in December? Because if it came out in December of eighty nine, I would have actually been in college.
0: Uh I believe it was the spring. No, because uh it was I be- spring, I right? It was spring.
2: Cause I think I saw it the summer before college. I was in so seven, seventh grade. Yeah, I was seven. So
0: that's one of those things. We're four years apart. And I think it's yeah. really interesting. Like the difference between 45 and 49, mm-hmm. it's sort of the same world. But as you go down in ages, yeah. the it's difference between 17 and 14 So sure. I was not a skateboarder when this came out. Although skating obviously was pervasive. Like people had a yeah. Tony Hawk flop. They had the whole thing. So for us, it was, dude, I vividly remember... Um, they were like guerrilla street team before that was a thing. There were people standing outside our junior high handing out handbills mm-hmm. like, Hey, uh, this Thursday night. And, you know, I grew up in Denver. There was probably like five, uh, five or six junior highs. I think each junior high had its own night.
1: So oh, it was kind of
0: like, Oh my God, yeah. everybody's going to be there. Yeah. So that was going to see, and you're, you know, you forget christian slater is coming off freaking heathers yeah he's well, coming off heathers doing this movie
2: you know it's funny that you say that like like i was trying to place where he was in his career you know trajectory when i was watching it before looking it up uh you know while i was watching the movie and it's like the movie's okay like it's not bad it's a it's a mystery coming of age gotta go find my brother's killer movie and he just happened to be a skater but Christian Slater as a what twenty something year old, my seventeen year old, however old he was in the movie, dude, you could tell then he he destroyed every other actor in every scene he was in. You know right. what I mean? Like it was just like I'm watching this, like, oh, okay, he was already like he knew what he was doing. Like you know what I mean? Like he was good in the movie. Yeah.
0: Um. So, dude, that that that's that's kind of how we we came it and it's so when you say we thought this was going to be a skateboard movie put that in context like what is a skateboard movie at that time
2: i thought and, and again this is like nostalgia goggles so who knows if this is what i think i thought back then or what i thought back then but i thought it was going to be one of those cheesy movies where like the guy learns to skate and gets the girl and like, you know what I mean? And like, like rad. Y- yes. More like rad where the act of skateboarding was the coming of age story as opposed to like, he's on the hero's journey basically. Kind of, I think maybe I'm missing up. my, messing no, up my I, tropes. Think he's, I don't know. Right. No, I think you're but, dark. but I thought the journey was progression of skateboarding as opposed to solving my brother's murderer with, you know, communists and guns and things like that. So I was expecting, I was expecting it to lay out plot wise the way it did, but I was expecting the journey to happen as he learned like, oh, there's going to be a big trick that he'll learn. Like maybe he'll nail a McTwist, you know, something lame like that. It'll be about a contest. You know, as yeah. opposed to what it okay. was. That's what I thought it would be. That, that's well, like, what I was going to say. The, like, the rollerblading like, movie Airborne. I think that was the rollerblading oh, movie, movie. I think Seth Green was in it. I don't there's know. There's an entire
0: uh, genre. Yes. Of and that's these what I thought it was going to be. Films, especially also then as you go up into the '90s, that are mm-hmm. sort of like new sport flavor of the day or action yep. sport flavor of the day that are like based on like surf or skate or snowboard or there's, and there's some kind of like, so you are looking for the trajectory is going right. to be like Kristen Slater and like this uh, yeah. rival skater from another high school, exactly. like get in a fight. And, yep. like, the other skater, like, kills his brother accidentally in a parking lot fight. And, like, to get revenge, Christian Slater wins, or the something. Big, he wins the big Del Mar contest.
2: Yeah, I, that's what I think I thought it was going to be, and it wasn't. I, I will tell you, though, some of the things that, like, watching it now with many years of hindsight, that felt authentic, and that must have been the influence of Tony Hawk and the Bones Brigade and Stacey Peralta and those guys. was like, you know, his bedroom, like, look at that. I'm like, now, because I was I was out of high school at that point. So like, but like watching it, I'm like, yeah, that's kind of what my bedroom, like I had those pictures on my wall. I had those t-shirts. Like I had that stuff I and mean, less metal. I didn't have a Metallica patch, but it's like the same kind of stuff. And like, there's the scene where the cops first stopped them and they're like skating the pool. And the one friend, Gremick, I think is his name. Um, he stands up the cop, He's like, Zeke Heil. And I was like, Whoa, <laughs> but, but, but that's the kind of shit, you know, skaters do. We thought cops were Nazis. We hated cops, you know, like that kind of stuff. It was, it was all, all of that actually, I looked up on Wikipedia. That dude is the guy that went and like did Yo Gabba Gabba.
0: I was just going to say, do you realize was like, that what? was? Yeah, no, I, I didn't know. Who is the singer? Wikipedia. And who hence then was the singer of the Aquabats.
2: Right. I was like, prior to, to yeah, yeah no there's, idea.
0: there's a lot well, of ties.
2: What I do remember, the biggest thing was the scene after they call all their friends, he calls uh, Tony Hawk and he wakes him up and he's like, get the truck. And they all made a pizza hut at like 6am in the morning. Nodis, You know, that was the big thing before the movie came out was that Nadas ollied into the back of the pickup truck in the movie in that scene. And that was huge. We were all like we saw it. We're like, holy shit, because all you want to do is see who had the highest ollie. Now these kids ollie, you know, the Empire State Building without even thinking about it, you know, and Jaws throws himself off 40 story buildings. But back then, like, like he ollied into a pickup truck. It was like insane. I remember talking about that. We watched it. You know, when it came out and we rented it at Blockbuster, for those of you who are younger, Blockbuster was this place where you would go get a movie. It was in a box. You'd put the box in a machine, and the machine, kind of like the internet, would let you watch things on your TV. But TVs weren't flat. They were thick, and they had tubes. It was amazing. Anyway, There's a whole was even- movie
0: you can watch about that. We um, <laughs> want to say hello to our friend Taylor Morden, who directed the last Blockbuster. Uh, <laughs> exactly. But what, so, yeah, yeah, so what I think is interesting too. Okay. So you have to look at this. So this is a, this is a Hollywood, this is a Hollywood project. This is a Hollywood film. And it's like living in that weird spot between like, it's more serious and, and kind of legit or artistic, if you will, than like saved by the bell. Right. But it's got some DNA with that type of stuff, which is kind of launching that like teen Mm -hmm. genre. And, the and big, he just happens to be a skater, so we check yeah, that. And, off. and so the, the big thing about it is that, and I want you to talk about these this a little bit, is you're you're talking about all this stuff that's happened with skateboarders in the movie, mm-hmm. but in the movie they're not skateboarders. Like basically the world famous Bones Brigade oh, they're all are the there, stunt actually. doubles yeah. for well, all of like the characters, or they're playing, they're not playing like, themselves no, if they appear. Or-
2: Although Tony Hawk's character rides a Tony Hawk board, which I thought was awesome, because there's a scene where he wakes up when they call him to get in the in the pickup, like it pans across his bedroom and it's a Tony Hawk board. I'm like, well, who was
0: um, was Tony Hawk or Mike McGill? Who was the stunt double for Christian Slater? I don't know
2: exactly, but there are definitely scenes where like this is how crazy it is that how much these men have become ingrained into the psyche of skaters and you've seen them so long. They're like, there were scenes where I could watch, be like that's Tony Hawk in a wig. I don't know who that is. It's probably Mike McGill. That's mm-hmm. Rodney Mullen. Like the minute Lance mountain, it pans across my goal. Like, oh, there's Lance mountain. You know what I mean? Like immediately picking everybody out. So I don't know exactly, but there were definitely some scenes that were. Would- Tony Hawk in a wig, at least in my well, mind. Maybe well, I'm Hawk's
0: right. a cheapie, right? And that like, yeah. you know, Christian Slater's like a regular sized dude. And Hawk, yeah. especially at this time is however tall he is just lanky and awkward yeah. as all get out. Yeah. And big time. Flop, like, yeah, yeah, there's the whole, um, yeah. still, so what did you think about? Cause they hired dude, Stacey Peralta ran second unit yeah. on that film. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw that. Yeah. Like the actual skateboarding that was in the movie
2: at the time it was great. And cheesy at the same time. You know what I mean? Like, cause cause we were all like, look, we were street skaters. So like the highlight of it was not us ollieing into, into the thing. I mean, it was a little Hollywooded out. All right, so there's a scene where Christian Slater's character is like alone in some thing and he's just skating and he's got the regular Mike McGill, which I had, by the way. Um, not at the time of the movie came. at the time of the movie. And then at one point he starts doing free freestyle and his board suddenly becomes Rodney Mullen's board, which if you're a skater, you notice they're not shaped anything alike. Of course not. But a bunch of those scenes that he's doing, I'm like, oh, so the director just went, this is my footloose moment. Like I, it was basically Kevin Bacon. Okay. I was like, what is happening? It was I, the, it was
0: footloose. I was going to say flash dance, but there is an entire 80s no, set of entire- movies. That Footloose do thing. this, but well, dude, it's the same thing in Flash. They they oh, have all of these movies right. have the moment where yes. they're like, I'm in my own moment. It's just going to be me. But it's insanely dramatically lit. And it's like the montage begins, like yeah. the music goes up full. Yep, and he's yep. just kind of like,
2: but like there's this thing where I think Kevin Bacon jumps and he does, he does like, an, I'm like, Oh my God. It was like, yeah. they were like shot for shot. I'm going to make Footloose with a skateboard. Um So that cracked me up that totally. And then it's like, they cut to Christian Slater and it's like during the, the freestyle part when Rodney Mullins do something, he's just like, (laughs) I was like, what is
0: happening? You know, I think my favorite line from that film is Christian Slater's in his bedroom. And I, I I might be paraphrasing. I'm getting it pretty close. It's I I don't know what's worse. Nuclear war or a 7-Eleven on every corner. Yes, and exactly. is there any statement that is more like '80s skate? No, that that, that entire like
2: scene where he's talking to his adopted brother kind of captured the nihilism that we felt as teenagers in the '80s. Where you know, I look back on that now, and like obviously the world didn't end, but we really thought the world was going to end in 30 years. We thought that. You know, I mean, I, I think, what did I, what did I text you when I was, we were talking about this? I'm like, I'm like, so my entire sense of style began and ended I with freaking, freaking, yeah, I, I, basically my entire sense of style froze at Gleaming the Cube. Cause I'm like, I think I still have those pants that he's wearing. I mean, not the acid wash, but like, I was like, okay. So, so basically like we all thought at that point that we were going to have to basically transform into Christian Slater with the khaki pants and the pink shirt with the stripes and become that guy. And and I think I've spent my entire life trying to not become that guy. And I realized that I'm now like, I guess, middle-aged and I'm still the other guy, which I guess it worked out. I don't know.
0: So the film's interesting too, because like, I guess, internationally, it had all kinds of different titles. I think oh, somewhere, right? It's like My Brother's Vengeance. My Brother's Vengeance. My brother's,
2: yes. yeah. brother's Vengeance. Um, but that's actually the most appropriate title out of all of them. One was Skate or Die. And I'm like, no, it was it was Get Killed and Skate. I, don't know.
0: I, I mean, it really, I think that's even how it's genre listed on IMDb. It is a neo-noir movie. It yeah, if you really pull skateboarding is, out of it, it's still its entirely he, through, movie, right? Right. He he could have been um and and that's always weird, I guess, when you get in some of these yes. things of where um Hollywood productions are trying to tap into like what the kids like and they've been mm-hmm. doing that for years because he, he could have been in a band. Yes, and you yes. could have interchanged that kind that's of I mean. it was just
2: that was his hobby. It didn't matter.
0: Yeah, and anything that he would have been like Christian Slater's character is kind of an outcast kid. Mm-hmm. In a, a, a frowned upon or like a, a niche little activity right. that his parents are not, or well, his dad, anyways, is not super stoked on. Um, it definitely doesn't make him one of the cool kids. No, um, and Although, so do
2: you- that is weird, though, because he's supposed to be this outcast. He's supposed to be whatever, whatever. Then when he changes and becomes, you know norm core you know and he goes he goes to work like an accountant everybody notices and i'm like if he was such an outcast i don't think they would have even paid attention that was weird that was the one thing i thought was
0: you weird. don't think though if he was like like the picked on outcast sort of like f- the the weirdo and then he shows up kind of like
2: i will say i didn't get the impression that him and the skater friend the skater kids were like actually really picked on or even sort of like totally Fair. outcast they were just like that's their thing. But it wasn't like they which I did like they didn't set up like to their benefit because it was the, you know, our brother's vengeance and not, you know, let me learn this trick. There was no like jocks versus skaters kind of right. thing, you know, which was good. And oh. that's what made it more of like the Hollywood cop. And why is the cop hanging out with the 16 year old? That was creepy and weird. Let me just tell you all this like important stuff that I'm investigating, kid, that I don't really
0: know. <laughs> Dude, what what's the movie? Speaking of um, a great example, but what's the movie with Josh Brolin? Oh my god! Which one that he I mean, plays? In, the, no, that he everything. plays the skater, dude. What's the? Oh, I don't what, remember. Is it, oh man, I, might have I have don't to remember. Yeah, is you may have, have to look that one up. I? I don't remember. Hold
2: on. But the funny thing is, like you know this was exciting and this was something from like our subculture and now these people i mean tony hawk was on the masked singer you know so it's like it's just amazing how it went from that little hey what's up sasha, sasha to oh, coming to the
0: rescue it,
1: it's called Thrashing. Yes, <laughs> it is.
0: Thank you, Sasha.
2: For I don't remember it. I know I know the name, but I do not remember. Oh, dude, name. it
1: is
0: the classic of what is you're it, like. It's, I'm okay. going to win that for a Del Mar contest. And yeah, they're all, okay. and he, dude, he's, oh my God, John, watch it. He's pool skating to, if not uh, Survivor, a Survivor knockoff band, probably because they couldn't uh, license yes Yeah, of course not.
2: Song. Of course not. Uh, oh, you no. know, one of my favorite parts of, of Gleaming the Cube the opening thing they go in the pool yabo hits his head and the guy's like ah i gotta repaint the whole pool i gotta do this i'm like dude there's a little bit of blood you wipe it up and you're done he's like ah, ah i gotta like i gotta acid wash the whole pool i was like what is happening right now
0: so dude i got a big question for you john yeah. um why do you think i know this is supposed to be about gleaming the cube kind of but yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot bigger than that what like I mean, you made the reference earlier with with Tony Hawk like in general, why do you think why why do you think skate culture like broke through why why do you oh, think it I, became so pervasive in very like, simple answer very
2: simple answer. Tony Hawk pro skater period the video
0: game uh, I'm gonna push you though okay, so that's that's, that's what I think. That's the how, that's not the why. Why did all of this stuff oh, connect? Oh,
2: why? Oh, God knows. If I knew the answer to that, I'd be making millions of dollars just flipping that around every time. I don't know how That'd lightning struck. That'd be your TED struck. Talk, dude? Yeah, dude, lightning struck. I don't know. If I knew the answer to that, we wouldn't be here right now.
0: Yeah. It's just- and, and <laughs> I don't can, know. I don't know. Because yeah. you know, you see in the Bones Brigade documentary, yeah. which if if anybody out there um, is-, is if you're into skating at any era and you haven't seen an autobiography, yeah, you should watch it. Brigade doc watch it. But yeah. it is one of those, you know, they talk about. I think Tony Hawk's got an awesome line. He's like, Yeah, I won a contest a contest in like 86, and I won $150. Yeah. yeah. Um, there just you know, was was no concept of this becoming a you know, and it's weird too, right? Because it's it's one thing for it to become like acceptable. To wear mm-hmm. element yeah. or that like Rob Diedrich's on television it's mm-hmm. another level to be like, oh, I didn't know Rob Diedrich used to be a skateboarder. I
2: just right, know right, him right. as a I know board. him from ridiculousness right yeah.
0: I just know him as a
2: team from the factory guy. yep yep exactly um, yeah and, and how I honestly don't know I I don't if I like I said, I don't know why it just it just did. You know, I'm sure, and I'm sure you can Google it. There's probably podcasts where Tony Hawk and those guys have talked about it, and maybe have answers in hindsight can tell yeah. you. But I, I don't know. I mean, it's just it was something I was always into, and it was something I kept up through college. And I've always associate myself with. Yes, I don't skate every day anymore because I'm old and I can break. Um, but you know, it's still a way that I define myself. Like, if you if you were to ask me, that is one of the ways I define myself. It's just that's how I still self-identify as a skater.
0: Why, dude? Why did what, – what appealed about it to you? That's an interesting deal, I think.
2: Um, I was never really into um, team sports. So I found it interesting. I liked it. I liked the challenge. I liked to use it, you know, just what we were doing. I don't know. I would guess maybe that punk rock DIY attitude that see, the kids seem to have the same thing. What I also like too is there seemed to be a level of acceptance. Like when I was growing up, there weren't a lot of skaters. So you're instantly in the club if you were a skater. It didn't matter who you were, what color you were, where you were from, what language you spoke. It's like, oh, you're a skater. I'm a skater too. Cool. We're friends. It just, that's the what it felt like. To this day, I'll be walking through Manhattan and you hear a wheelie suitcase and you know that sound and you could see people, you know, when you see someone turn around and look for the suitcase, you're like, oh, that guy skates. Um, because that's the sound and you, you can hear it or or maybe not, but that's how that's I do. And, you know, so I think that's a big part of it was maybe at that moment in my life, it gave me and the people that I was with gave me the acceptance that I was looking for and with the right attitude and the fun and the, and, and stuff like that. So it just, it just worked and I've never left that,
0: you know, Has it carried over? How has it carried over into sort of like your work or your view
2: I mean, I think maybe my worldview is slightly more accepting and more open of other people and other cultures and things like that because it's just what I was. That's what we did. So I've always had that, and so you know, a lot of this, you know, stuff that's going on now. Just you know, I look at it. And I'm like, I don't get it. Why are you just such a dick? Don't be a dick. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't get this. I don't get this exclusion. I'd rather have inclusion. And maybe that's from growing up and always being excluded. I, I know what it feels like to be an outsider. So there might be that. I think. I mean, like we've talked about before, it's just one of the other things that led to this kind of like DIY ethos, like, you know, there weren't ramps. So we built stuff. There weren't places to skate. So we turned things into places to skate. The curb didn't work. So you'd wax it. You know what I mean? You would just, you would, you, we would make our own stuff because there wasn't anything for us. There were no skate parks. Like I took my kid to the skate park. I'm like, holy cow, this is like a legit skate park that the town built. What? You know, we didn't have that we had a curb we had a we had play we had the white building everybody in westbury that's listening to this shout out to the white building that's what we had we went to the white building and got arrested you know
0: yeah i mean dude there's there's something dude, it's it's just really funny i heard um it, it's such like a nice nugget of what it boils down to uh jerry Seinfeld has an awesome quote he skates no um it's it's in one of his comedians and cars i think he's talking to alec baldwin maybe okay um and he's like yeah you know who's gonna be you know who's gonna be all right i was like well he's like these skateboard kids he's like what he's like yeah these kids that just like have to go figure it out for themselves and they do a trick you know and they fall and get it wrong, like." you know, 1700 times and then finally figure out how to do it. He's like, I look at them and I'm like, you know what? Those are the guys that are going to like do things. I was like, yeah. oh, wow. That's like a really nice kind of like coalescing of that sort of, because it, it, it really isn't. An, are think, saying
2: we're all obsessive compulsive?
0: Just a little bit. I mean, I think you'd have to be to some degree, right?
1: Yeah, a little bit, um, a
0: little bit. Cause like for me, I really come more at it on like the next wave mm-hmm. of, mm-hmm street coming up. Yeah. In, in, in the nineties, vert ties streets yep. coming up and it just didn't. And, and again, so yeah. Much there was a that, whole,
2: like the wave changed.
0: Yeah. Right. And so much of that, um, association, I know it had, had always been there. Um, but as soon as you get into the nineties, mm-hmm. you get more now that video culture, yeah, you do. Everybody's do doing. Everybody's putting out their videos. Everybody's putting out soundtracks. Every and so now you kind of start and like that's where like I really came in through the music just as as an appreciator and Mm -hmm. like, you know, a supporter of skateboarder. uh, When I was in college,
2: I remember like when the new videos would drop, we would grab. you know, somebody would get money and buy one. And then we go to somebody's house and watch it and then try and do the tricks and just do it. And like, you know, and then the videos, when Spike got involved, the video started having little vignettes and Jason Lee and all that stuff. So like, you know, they weren't, I, I feel like, I don't know. You know more about that world than I do. Like were other action sports doing that with their videos. I feel like they all kind of have a little bit of that now, but I feel like it started with the skate videos that like, let's have a little acting vignette. Let's have this, let's have that,
0: you know? Yeah. I I, I think, I think absolutely. So I don't want to be too third, but yeah, because I mean, yeah, it I really know. is. I mean, I, I guess it depends on some degree on how you qualify Warren Miller, but it really was. Wait, skate. I don't know who that is. Wait. wait who's Warren, um, Miller? Warren Miller, the ski. Um, oh that's true that's company. true yeah yeah he was Spills doing that I, yes 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 which dude okay. i'm sure you know this right that um our, our our good friend if anybody knows also you know john and i come from doing you know working in paintball for years and years mm-hmm. but dude you know like patrick sporer worked on santa cruz like wheels of fire streets of fire i did and, know that i did know and that the whole yeah. scene where like skip is the is the cop in the jail yeah. um yeah i really feel like it that skating. Cause like skating had that like irreverence to it. You yes. Know?
2: Yes. Um, and I think that's what it was. It, it appealed to me because like, look, I wasn't like a thug or really causing trouble, but I was a little like, you know, ah, screw you. A little in your face, a little. And it was like, I could do that without, I could skate and do that and satisfy that little scratch, that little itch of being a little like, ah, you know, ah, without robbing, convenience stores i don't know how to explain it
0: you know what i mean right um so do looking back because i know you went back and watched i did gleaming the cube before we went on the air Um, how like does it hold up does it not hold up is it better than you remember is it worse it is better than i remember um in that well, there's a lot more
2: murder <laughs> like i was like there was a lot of blood which is fine i just i didn't remember that part it, it holds up better because like it's really not like of those types of movies where all of the acting is terrible and the camera work is terrible it wasn't it was a very solid movie for what it was it wasn't great but it wasn't like oh, my God, please make this end. You know what I mean? It was fine. It was an 80s movie. It was, it was fine. I mean, I will say, I don't know. You said it was a Hollywood thing. I don't know what their budget was, but it's like – in one scene, Christian Slater is doing power slides and the, you know, it's like smog in LA or wherever they're shooting. And it's just like gray, and gray, gray. And the next scene he jumps over the fence and it's beautiful blue sky. And I'm like, why didn't they CGI that? I'm like, no
0: VFX, VFX. Right, right, There's no VFX, VFX yeah. budget. Yeah, I'm, it, like, like,
2: I'm like, that doesn't fly. What's up with that? Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm,
0: I'm guessing that they didn't have the budget to where they'd yeah. be like, well, I guess we have to go back to magic hour. Um, hey, the <laughs> weather's not good today. We're not rolling. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure that production was. Yeah. But you dude, know, I,
2: so but it was fine. It was fine.
0: I like that you reference about it being like an 80s movie because yeah. it also follows, and that's one of the things that jumped out to me. And I think maybe why it's it's connected as a big cult movie. Um, is it has some of those 80s tropes, which yes. my favorite 80s one of my favorite 80s tropes is like, you know, this lays over the top of Goonies. Yeah, there's a classic like authority figures are not listening to the kids mm-hmm. because kids are dumb and they just don't know anything. And the kids in kind of very Gen X-y DIY are kind of saying like, um, I won't make Sasha do the beat button, but I'll do like a little friends note. Cause they just had their reunion show a little <laughs> to the world and the kids go off and solve it and figure it out for themselves. Yeah, There's so Scooby-Doo. many eighties movies that yeah. lay in over, you know, Goonies lays out like that. Um, I, you know, I mean, J.J. Abrams did it well, very purposefully in, with Super 8, which is supposed yes, to be yes. a throwback. Stranger Things, which, mm-hmm. again, even though it's produced yeah. now, that's supposed to be a callback to that 80s setup. And there's very much that element in Gleaming the Cube. Yeah, very
2: um, much so. Like I didn't remember how much of it revolved around the the suicide slash murder. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the cop. And I didn't look it up. Who is that cop? He looks so familiar. It was driving oh, me crazy.
0: Dude, With his he's in
2: pants. Like, he's in a lot of stuff, right? Um yeah,
0: yeah. they have a bunch yeah. of of 80s yeah. of, of 80s dudes that are in like yeah. oh, it's not close encounter. He's he, it's not close encounters, but no, he's in, yeah, he's in um, stuff. Lauder is, I think, is the actor's. Yeah, last yeah, yeah. He, yeah. He's, in, and then, he's like, in a bunch of stuff.
2: As far as the skating stuff, like, you know, he's, like, sketching behind the Corvette that's doing, like, 80 miles an hour. Like, he would have been dead. You know, Yabo makes him that skateboard that doesn't have grip tape. It has diamond plate <laughs> metal right on it. I'm like, yeah. what is that? And I love that, like, the whole thing, you're all wearing Converse. Then he gets all, like, decked out to, like, go after the bad guy. Like, he's he's Luke Skywalker heading in to fight the Emperor, and he's got his airwalks on now. You know what I'm mean? like?
0: What? So which that was is a little, like,
2: like, weird and cheesy. but
0: Which is also, by the way, dude, right? You're talking 89, so, like, Nike hasn't bought them yet. Like air walk no, no. is like legit skate shoe at that no, time. No, It's before
2: like a lot of the kids were, they were all wearing like air Jordans and stuff just to skate because they were like Nike wasn't in here yet. They were, well, you weren't getting shoes. It was like you had converse or you skated in whatever you had. Like I remember wearing Adidas. I had, um I had Airwalks. um, you know, stuff like that. But you just, you just skated in what you had and you just, you, there were holes in your shoes. That's just it.
0: You know? So I, I'm interested, like, um, I, I, I'm so, I'm going to use this segue to bring in Sasha. Like okay. what's really interesting when you make things like this and they go out in the world is Stevie Williams, who is probably yes. closer to your age, Sasha pro skaters is, is like very famously says like, this is what got him. He saw started mm-hmm. at a very young age and this is what sort of like got him into skating. And like, that's always interesting when you make things like this. So I'm kind of curious, Sash, Did you even have any idea what this flick is i know we sent you a trailer thoughts emotions what do you got well
1: i was i've been taking notes the whole time you guys have been talking so one in 1989 i was five um perfect so yeah i'm 37. yeah but i will say this like i haven't seen this movie i want to see it now just because it sounds it's it's marrying two of my favorite things together um, skateboarding and murder, um, <laughs> okay. murder drama, murder drama. I well, should, then I mean, I, me and I, well, I mean, that
2: thing, I think Gator's in the movie too, so there's your skateboarding oh, murder right That's there. That's a
0: dark, that is a dark well, callback. If, but uh, I think
2: he's in there, I mean, I'm not saying
0: he's done yeah. I'm not just and he's a murderer, isn't he? Also, also, dude, which is very 80s about it, the uh, you know, I won't spoil it for you, Sash. But the plot, I think I've already ruined it. The pl- well, no no no. The the, the the operation that the older brother is mixed up in is just I didn't understand it at all. I didn't get it. I don't um, know, I still don't know what it was. You would just never you know, it's it's some sort of like like sketchy drug crap. Something that you're like, actually, you know who should be helping me with this? Is my daughter's like sixteen year old boyfriend. <laughs> That's definitely who I'm going to go for when I need yeah. embezzling help. That's yeah. where we should go.
2: Yeah, It was like really weird. But what was also fascinating was it's been a while since I've watched an 80s movie was, you know, the lack of tech and how much technology has pervaded our society. We're like, the dude's getting out of the car and stopping at a payphone. And then they're like calling the payphone and like, let me get the numbers. They call each number and they're like, hello? Oh, no. And that's not who I want, you know, and like this whole idea of that. But yet the cop is in the car and he's like typing stuff and it's like a dot matrix screen. And I'm like, did they actually have that in the cars back then? But yet the cop doesn't have a radio. So someone gets shot and he runs over to Christian Slater while the dude's bleeding out and shaking. And I'm like, Shouldn- shouldn't you help the dude that's bleeding out? Christian Slater's well, fine. I- Yeah. Back up, back up. Yeah. It was Um, like, he had no radio. I'm like, I don't understand.
1: My second note that I had, like, just as you guys were talking about like the culture around skateboarding, like Mm -hmm. for me, your guys' generation and almost kind of like the generation before yours paved the way for our generation to like, so when I was in middle school, it was super freaking cool to be into skateboarding or Mm -hmm. we were borrowing the clothes. We had, I don't want to bring Jenkos into this, but um, it was, no, okay. in in just South okay. you have to, no, no, you had to have the Jenkos, but my brother had them. I did not have them. <laughs> it also like, then you talked about your first skateboard. I ended up working at a skate shop was mm. my first job in Minneapolis. After I graduated high school is my first job mm. in Minneapolis. I had an element, uh, an element deck I had independent trucks because you had to like, and then I felt like the most badass person on the planet because I'm putting together skateboards for kids mm-hmm. that are, like, about to become, hopefully, bigger and better badasses. Okay. So, so you did you where?
0: where did you work in Minneapolis? What shot yeah. did you work at in Minneapolis?
1: I worked at Zoomies. I mean, let's be uh, honest. No, no. Zoomies <laughs> counts.
2: It's fine. So here's my question, though. So if you're gripping a board, do you use a razor blade or were you one of the people that just used the side of the screwdriver and then just um, peeled it off after, uh, after you wore it down?
1: I used a razor blade. Okay. Okay. And then we would like refine the edges so that it wouldn't, oh, you know, wow. get snagged okay. on stuff. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's
0: fancy. I just used Josh, a screwdriver and it was all ragged <laughs> and cared. There's there's an awesome book that will maybe like bring back some memories. Um, Oh, it's probably older now. I think for their 25th anniversary was John, but there's a, a fantastic hardbound Independent Trucks book. That was mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, on- there is. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. So great. Um, mm-hmm. that's awesome. I did not know. So you're. I have, you have indies on my in- board now zoomies in are we getting edina
1: minnesota by the way which is like the ritzy part it's just right outside of minneapolis it's a pain in the ass
0: maybe yes
1: yep i graduated in 2002 so it was like 2003 yeah
0: so dude (laughs) you're talking about coming off of which is i i almost mentioned it earlier so this is great i was gonna call back like were you guys still selling copies at the end
1: yes that's what we played on the
2: tvs in the shop that's the one where jeremy, jeremy did something with the flaming van right oh, and the coming end. Off the oh yeah oh yeah
0: yeah and then of course in a very uh i'm sure in a very cringeworthy moment for all of those folks they have all of all of the porn stars as waitresses like <laughs> yep, coming yep. into the hot tub with the skaters probably something birdhouse strongly regrets dude like that me. also wasn't that um that was Andrew Reynolds, like coming yeah. out party for that. Movie. I,
2: it might've been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's funny. Jeremy, Klein. like Sammy wanted to build a cruiser last summer. So my brother's like, Oh, I'll give him a board. So Sammy's cruiser board is like a hand silkscreen, Jeremy Klein, like <laughs> anime girl board. Like his friends were like, where did you get this? And how are you skating this? He's like, Oh, my uncle Jason gave it to me. <laughs> it's not what you would build as a cruiser. It should be hanging on a wall. Right? Right. Yeah. Sammy uses to no trucks,
1: just the board. Like, no, the no, third note that I do want to bring up before it gets lost because I think mm-hmm. it's super important. So I have a stepson, he's 14 mm-hmm. and he's just now getting to skateboarding with his buddies. Oh. But I, and I don't know how my husband feels about this, but I personally feel super proud about that because of the fact that growing up, that was a crowd I fit into. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the, the skateboarding, lifestyle, I don't know if you want to call it that, but like, sure. it's so inclusive of everybody. And I think that like, it, we must've done something right. If he wants to get into skateboarding, just because I know what the the lifestyle entails and like everything that surrounds it and the culture to me is is way more inclusive and way more accepting of just everybody. It doesn't matter where you came from. It doesn't matter what your house is like. None right. of that stuff matters. It just matters that you like you're there and you want to be a part of something bigger than yourself. So like, I remember pull. skating
2: with a kid. Wait, what's say I remember skating yeah, with a kid. I think his name was Brad. And like one day we went to his house and he was like, Something I'm like, who's that? He's like, oh, that's the maid. Like, we had no idea this kid was like super rich. He was just like a normal skater. Like, he was just as dirty as us. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, he was a like, super nice guy, but it was like, wow, he's like rich. Okay,
0: you know. <laughs> I think what binds it together. I want to pull um, and a, and a, a nod out to our our, our buddy Brian Kindlin and Bouncing Souls mm-hmm. is um, that song. Like, and you, so she could stay on because uh, I did want to bring you another question. Uh, you kind of touched on it a little bit, but is it's like that, you know, there's a song off their second record, Maniacal, after, you know, Freaks, Nerds, and Romantics. Mm-hmm, and I mm-hmm. think for me, that's the appeal yeah. of what sort of binds skaters. Sasha, I was going to ask you, you touched on it a little bit, but I want to like formally ask the same thing I asked John, because um, you even referenced going really so you're going from like, you know, Tony Alva Dogtown to like, Stacey is running, you know, Bones and then The mm-hmm. Next Generation. Mm-hmm. Why do you think skateboard culture, like skateboarding has become so pervasive and, and just part of pop culture?
1: I think that, and I'm trying to like think of like on the spot, but I think mm-hmm. honestly it's, it's like a three-parter. So like you've got people like Tony Hawk who literally have lasted the test of time. He got popular in mm-hmm. the late 80s. And he's still very popular in 2021. Like that's incredible. He's also if not like, more popular. Right, he's like the goat. That's like, everybody hard looks to up do. to see Tony Hawk. Yeah. You know.
2: Well, that's also because he's like six foot
0: five.
1: Right. Yes. Also very uh, tall.
0: <laughs> follow him on Twitter. I don't want to short circuit your rest of your oh, answer. But follow him on Twitter, Twitter because he right? does all the like mistaken like he has a whole yes. thread of people mistaking him for Tony Hawk that is yeah. just hilarious. or
1: not it's he's really Tony Hawk. funny. I think also too like uh, an undervalued part, and I don't even want to say undervalued, but an an overlooked maybe part is the music scene that goes along with skateboarding. Um, I think that that's in like just another layer that like brings people together. And then like the three parter is just the acceptance. Like to me, I think that the acceptance part of all of that is like super important, and I think that that's why it's it's lasted the test of time. It's something that nobody. Okay, so for there's four. Sorry, it's also something that isn't easy to do. So you see these people at like for me, I saw them at the X Games, and I'm like, holy shit! How on earth is this even possible? Like to me, okay, the Olympics are great, but the X Games are the X Games are better. <laughs> well,
0: dude, there's a whole element to that innovation that is so fascinating to me that like it is to get you know pretty pretty wax intellectual about it here existential but it's (laughs) like the 900 isn't a thing because we just hit the 25th anniversary of it right and then once somebody does it it is a thing and then it's like somebody else is like okay but like where can I take this and then Mm -hmm. here it is and it's it's been like that for like decades I just I think that's so cool and that's a very uh it's it's a way that like and I know it's and av- you can't really compare them. And there's like little tweaks. I'm like, I'm a huge Trad sports fan. So it's like, oh, it's mm-hmm. like we use the tight end differently than they did. Like, all right, whatever. But in trad sports, you don't have that level of innovation. Like now, probably because they're also advanced. But there there is that. And again, there like right John, isn't it in the bones doc? There's the whole thing where like that cool story arc for Lance mountain where everybody started passing him yeah, 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 and he had to, he talked about how to keep himself relevant and doing other mm-hmm. things. And yep. I just, I think that that's a, a really fascinating element to it. Yeah, totally. Totally.
2: No, it just, it was something like, I think you're right, actually. Like, it was just, it was just something that just, you know, it's also at that age, like, why have I stuck with it? It's like, it defines you at a very formative point in your youthful development. And then, you know, I guess I just haven't matured.
0: <laughs> Jade, Jade may uh, corroborate
2: that. Yeah, yeah. You know, corroborate I mean, the screaming that. hand is sitting right there. I mean, come on. It's just, it, it hasn't left my, you know, it, it hasn't left my world so to speak. And even before I had kids that skated, it just, it was always there and it always stayed there. So don't well, think it's, like it's going to go there. And it's
0: all because of Christian Slater and Gleaming the Cube. Uh It's been super fun to do this to Yeah. Uh, And and I'm sure somewhere will pop up. Um, I'm sure Sasha will run her magic. And by the time this ends up on YouTube, the links will be baked in. But there Mm -hmm. is an awesome uh, making of Gleaming the Cube that you can watch on YouTube. There is a hilarious like five-minute conversation that was filmed just a couple of years ago between Tony Hawk and Christian Slater talking about the film. Yeah, apparently they've kept in touch over the years. Yeah, which is pretty cool. And then, John, where did you just recently watch Gleaming? What's your Oh, list? I
2: mean, I I just have it on my Plex.
0: You still so, have okay. I didn't yeah, know you it. Had it. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: no, um, no. I think it was available. I mean, I had it, so it wasn't a problem because I, I had the DVD somewhere. But I think it's it might be on Amazon or something. I'm not I sure. Yeah, it is available to rent or stream, but yeah. I had it, so if people. I just had to pop it, out, it back in. Yeah, maybe give Amazon
0: Prime a look. But um,
2: yeah, back in the day when I digitized all my movies onto my Plex, it's it's right? on the Plex.
0: Yeah. Uh, dude, what are what are we doing next episode, John? Where, what do you want to do mm-hmm. next?
2: Where are we going next? Um, I don't know. That is a very good. You know what? Let's leave them wondering. Let's yeah. let it be a surprise.
0: Okay, I like that.
2: Let's let um, it be a surprise. It'll be awesome. I guarantee it. But uh, yeah, let's let us not let us
0: not give it away. Okay. Yeah, it'll be fun. Stay stay tuned. Subscribe. Do all of those things that um, yeah, we do. A terrible job. Of, we do a terrible job yeah. of doing. By the way, too right. We don't ever yeah. tell anybody that's like go to our YouTube like, channel. Go to Hurtout Films. Please, heard Phubes, please yeah. subscribe. Check out
2: John's um, YouTube
0: channel. There's RC oh. cars. Yeah. There's all sorts of stuff. Dude. Also, before, I, before I forget, um, we actually want to give, um, and you might not even know this dude. I want to give a huge shout out to our producer, to Sasha and a recommendation. Um, her and her friend, Sadie, um, they do a podcast called me. Oh, Best I Pitchman. listen
1: your podcast. Dude, is dope, it, just cracked, it
0: just cracked the top 100 on, uh, yeah. on
1: iTunes. How it's cool is that? Two weeks in a row, it's, dude. It's, it's, this is weird. That's awesome. Thank you. No, it's thank awesome. you.
0: Yeah, tell thank them you. that you produce these two old dudes, and they should <laughs> yeah, listen to yeah, that. Exactly.
2: Crossover. Us, tell your yeah. fans to listen to this because yeah, of you. try to give us try to give
0: us the rub as they say in pro wrestling. Yeah. So thank you. Awesome. All right, everybody. Awesome. Well, we'll talk to you next time. Yelling in my no. ear, Dan Napoli, John Battistini. Later, and Sasha.
2: Oh yeah, Sasha. Sasha. <laughs>
0: Bueller, Bueller. Bueller. All back. right, and we're out. And we're out. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Right. A Huda Media Production.